follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Today we're talking about sealing the deal in love. It's almost spring. Love is in the air. We need to find out, all, all you women out there need to find out how women all over the world, both sides of the Atlantic, are hooking their princes. Mm. And um, my guest today will help you do that. And I will be um, talking to you about uh, um, why I'm traveling to London to buy Kate Middleton's dress at auction. And yes, the clue is this has something to do with my new book called Bad Girls, Why Men Love Them, and How Good Girls Can Learn Their Secrets. But first, my guest, Dr. Diana Kirshner. Some of you uh, may have heard Dr. Kirshner when uh, she was on the show, I don't know, it was what, a year ago or maybe, I guess, more than that, Mm -hmm. but with her first book, Love in 90 Days. And uh, that was exciting and wonderful, and she's here with a sequel. It's called Sealing the Deal. The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. So, Dr. Diana, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so, so much. I, I love doing your show. This is, I was looking forward to it today. Well, good. Well, I don't know how you could have topped yourself <laughs> after the first book, but I am sure that you will explain it. What did you, I mean, you know, sometimes that happens, of course. I mean, I have had the experience where you write a book, and then afterwards, as you're going around promoting it, um, people ask you questions or, you know, things come up and you think, yeah, damn, why didn't I write about that too? And then that gives you fodder for the next book. Is that what happened? Well, exactly. You know, uh, women were reading, mostly women, some men, were reading uh, My Love in 90 Days, and they were going, you know, from not getting it all to having lots of dates and then finally finding really, really terrific partners and then, um, of course, things would get a little uncertain. You know, they would get impatient. They weren't sure whether they were going to move from casual to committed in the dating. Um, and also, I started getting questions from people who were in relationships who wanted to rekindle their relationships and reignite, reignite the sparks, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and they were afraid that they were, you know, that things were over or there had been cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, you know, they wanted to know what, you know, what to do. And, um, so this is where this book came from. It's sealing the deal, um, is actually about how to 
ignite and reignite the sparks that bring lovers together. You know, whether you've been dating a few months or on and off for 10 years or uh, even married and it's, it's kind of uh, breaking down, um, it has, uh, you know, all these different tips to help you really create the kind of love relationship you want. And um, so it's, it's been very, very interesting um, writing about love. I just love writing about love. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, um, uh, I, I, this is, I don't know if you've been, and maybe this is part of why also, I mean, you know, from what you've just been saying, why you wrote it, but um, I, I'm wondering if you are as concerned, um, seriously concerned, about the breakdown that seems to be happening at breakneck speed in love and in relationships. I mean, the love jungle uh, for people who are dating has just got, no matter what age, has just gotten wilder and wilder. In other words, um, it's it's easy. You, people are getting their heart broken every day. I mean, you know, yes, that was happening before too, but it, at much in much greater numbers, love has become, or dating, or even marriages have become so much more dangerous as far as your heart getting broken. Have you noticed that? Oh, absolutely. In fact, there's a recent study that just came out uh, that showed that uh, lawyers were saying that more and more people were coming into their offices wanting divorces because they found out their uh, their spouse was having an affair through Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just so much going on now in terms of uh, online dating and then social media uh, that um, our, you know, our lives are very, very complex. And, um, you know, it does have that downside in terms of, you know, your heart getting broken. Uh, but on the other hand, there's also the upside because if you understand, you know, that if you are dating, that it is a numbers game and that you're going to have to wade through a number of very quick, short coffee dates mm-hmm. <laughs> very rapidly with a bunch of folks that really don't connect to you to eventually find uh, a few that are great. Um, and you know the way to do that. You can, the upside is of all this activity is that you can find great matches and, um, uh, but you, you you have to know how to navigate it all. You know, you really, this is a time when folks need advice. They really, really need advice and they need guidance about yes. how to navigate through this, this, this maze here and, um, and how to uh, get rid of that loneliness that they're feeling or getting, get that companionship they really want once and for all. Yes, and I'm going to, um, of course, I want you to give my listeners, uh, some of that brilliant wisdom advice <laughs> that you and advice that you have. Um, I, but you mentioned you mentioned Facebook and and you know the social media and so on. Um, I think, although you know, it's it's sort of a it's a double edged sword because yes, that does give people access to you know in our busy lives access to more opportunities. But at the same time. I wonder if you've been noticing that it also has changed dating because people are so ready to, if if they're having a problem, the the mildest little problem, uh, whether it's a, a date, you know, dating situation or marriage, well, I'll just uh, click, you know, with one click, I'll find somebody to replace you. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is that going on. And, um, you know, in sealing the deal, I talk about men's eight commitment fears. And one of the most common one is this uh, fear of making the wrong decision or settling. And, you know, it's a kind of grass is greener mentality that I think is fueled by the fact that all you have to do is go to the computer and there's thousands of other women right there. Yes, yes. I, I actually... uh I talk about that in my book for the, let's see, which one is that? Um, I'm trying to remember which, which, which type I had it under, but I talk about how, uh, with the grass being greener, that, you know, a man, a man, um, sees his, uh, oh, oh, well, like, like the, oh yes, the husband stealer. That's one of the t- dozen dangerous damsels that I talk about in the book. And I talk about why it's so easy for a husband stealer to steal a husband. And that's because the man sees his wife every day, you know, with her morning breath and bathroom smell. <laughs> <laughs> and not, you know, with makeup on, looking gorgeous all the time and so on. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's easy to think that the grass is greener somewhere else. And especially now when you can just, you know, go to one of these sites and, and find somebody else who, who looks because you don't, you don't see them at such close familiarity. You don't know about, you know, the less than perfect aspects of them. Yeah, all you see is the beautiful picture, the beautiful photo. That's yes. it. <laughs> well, but, tell uh, us about, I like um, the eight commitments. Tell us about the eight reasons why men are afraid to make com- commitments. Well, um, there, the, one of the most common fears is that fear of being controlled or smothered, you know. And, you know, that's a fear that he'll never be able to watch the playoffs again. He'll never have man cave time again, you know, if he's with you. And um, in that case, uh, the remedy for that, I talk about all the remedies to help your guy get over his fear so he can move closer to you. Mm. Um, the remedy is to actually send your guy off for his man cave time, send him off with his buddies, and don't hold it against him, you know. Sometimes women will send somebody off, you know, they'll go watch the game or go to the game with your buddies, but then when he comes home, she's all, you know, irritated, you know, oh, yes. you know, how could you go? Yes, yes. Um, so she makes him pay, but you don't, you know, what you want to do is really send him off, and then you have a great independent time yourself with your girlfriends, maybe go shopping, and show him that it's possible for the two of you to have your own personal fun and your own personal lives. That's really, really important. Yeah. Um, and we touched on uh, the fear of making the wrong decision or settling. Another fear is the fear of not measuring up, you know, where he feels like he's not good enough and he can't make you happy or he can't provide enough for you. Mm-hmm. And um, so... In that situation, the way to help him get over the fear is to really appreciate him. You know, tell him how he is making you happy. Uh, maybe give him a nickname that is very empowering, you know, like Captain <laughs> like Bob or, Dick. <laughs> you know, Partner Joe or something. If he's in a law firm and he wants to make partner, you could, hey, Partner Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, let's you know, go, before that we go support. to more of them, I go back to the settling, though. What do you tell people to do to get the guy to feel that he's not settling? Okay, well, when it comes to that problem, what you have to do is bring out the heavy ammunition. And what that means is that often you have to leave him in order to help him realize how great you are. And that means you back away. Um, there's a continuum. Actually, I talk about a continuum of how to do this in sealing the deal. 
um, of different moves you can do. And one of the first things you can do is, is break the regular uh, hab- habitual date. You know how you get into a, you know, oh, every Friday night we see each other. Right. All of a sudden you're not available. Right, right. Or you don't return texts. You don't return emails, right? Um, or you can take it all the way to really cutting them off. Um, and often that really does its magic because he, you know, he actually meets some of the women perhaps online and he notices that they can't hold a candle to you, yes. you know? Yes, yes. And um, so that can work out really, really well. Yes. Uh, it's funny. That's one of the things, you know, in my Bad Girls book, um, I interviewed over 100 men and I then distilled it down to, uh, I mean, besides in the last chapter, I talk about the six secret spells of seduction. And one of the things um, under tactics, one of the things that the bad girls did was exactly that, that they would have these absences, not not lie, you know, not uh, mm-hmm. say that you're somewhere where you're not, but just kind of not be as available, exactly what you, you know, whether it's for, uh, for the regular date or whether it's for a week. Um, and, yes, it does do magic because all of a sudden that, that sense of being... Um, being bored with you or tired with you or thinking he can he can count on you um uh, that he has you no matter um, what he does when no matter what he does yeah. right right <laughs> um all of a sudden goes away and it's like uh-oh wait a second i shouldn't have taken her for granted yes exactly and all of a sudden he uh wants to put a ring on your finger or he you know he wants to move in with you it's uh, very, very powerful. I mean, um, in, uh, in sealing the deal, I call that taking a cost of loss stand for yourself where you're showing the guy what the cost would be if he lost you and how bad that would feel. And um, it's one of the greatest gifts you can give somebody, actually, although it's, it's heart-wrenching and difficult and scary and et cetera, et cetera. It's just one of the greatest gifts that you can give your partner and yourself. I mean, to take a stand for yourself is yes. so powerful. It's so scary for women to do this, though, because they, they're, it, you know, the more, um, the more insecure a woman is, the harder it is for her to do this because she, deep down she's really thinking, well, if I leave him for a second, he's going to find somebody better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, that's why I have a whole section about really working on your deservedness and self-esteem and what I call your diamond self. And that is so key, you know, because you it's where you're coming from. It's where you're coming from in terms of, of love that's going to determine what you get. And um, you have to really develop this ideal your your ideal self your 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 most lovable self your most uh the self that you respect and you admire you know um that is just key yes absolutely my guest is dr diana kirshner her new book is called sealing the deal the love mentor's guide to lasting love and that followed her previous book love in 90 days we'll talk more with this love guru when we come back. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Explore the power and beauty in yourself and in others. Tune in to The Stacey Stern Show, enriching you. Every week, Stacey Stern will connect you with men and women who are living and working from a place of passion. Stacey's guests include successful authors, filmmakers, actors, experts, and leaders. You'll hear what inspires each of them, and you'll be turned on to great films, books, and new media. Tune in to The Stacey Stern Show, enriching you, Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. We're talking about the most important thing these days, and that is love. You know, it's so easy when you hear all this bad news all the time, you know, the economy, the terrorism, this and that. It's so easy to sort of get depressed. But when you think about what we're really here in this world for, and that is to love and be loved and spread love, um, you know, you, you, you need to sort of wake up and, and pay more attention to that. I mean, obviously we need to pay attention to, the, to things that are, that are potentially dangerous to us, but um, we need to make our daily life worthwhile by loving, giving love, being loved, sharing love, and um, my guest today is helping you do just that. She is Dr. Diana Kirshner. Her new book is Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. And uh, we were um, talking, well, there's so much wisdom, but let's, during the break, uh, Dr. Diana was talking about how she particularly would like to talk about cheaters. You know, it's interesting, in, in Bad Girls, I, with my dozen dangerous damsels, you know, the 12 types of bad girls, I don't have, I specifically don't have a type for cheater, and that's because all of the bad girls potentially 
uh, do cheat. So it's sort of part of being a bad girl that they are likely to go after the next bigger, better deal, you know, if they see that in a man. So tell us about um, what you tell people about cheating. Well, you know, my book is, is written from the point of view of women, and so um, I uh, often they have a saying about guys, once a cheater, always a cheater. If a guy cheats on you, he's always going to cheat on you. And um, and the reality of it is is that that's not really true. Um, you know, years ago I used to do couples therapy. I did a lot of couples therapy and trained therapists to do couples therapy. And um, it, quite often couples could weather an affair and actually come out better than ever. It's very, very interesting. They can really actually come closer together after an affair. And in Sealing the Deal, I have a four-step process about how you can come together uh, after the affair. And um, Well, tell us about that because, you know, I, I have seen, I mean, yes, it can happen, but, but in my experience, it seems like um, not necessarily that the man would cheat again, although it does, that does happen, but that there's a kind of the trust and the betrayal. Um, it's not just about the sex. It's, it's that if a man doesn't value you, cherish you enough to cheat uh, so that he's able to cheat on you once, how do you get back that commitment or that feeling? That he's well, not going to do it again. Yes, well, that but it can it can definitely be done. Um, uh, I can outline the four steps. Yes, yes. Uh, the first step is that uh, that the cheater, the person who cheats, has to sincerely apologize and, of course, cut off all contact with his or her lover. And that includes even if he's at work. If it's at work, he has to actually leave that job. Mm. Um, number two, the cheater uh, actually uh, shows renewed appreciation and devotion to the to the person to his spouse to his partner and makes actual reparation makes acts of reparation uh that have symbolic meaning so for example he never uh you know got to uh fixing up the yard you know that was one of their old arguments so suddenly he's really working on fixing up the yard and he builds her a swing set which mm. is what she always wanted, and it's exactly that, you know, way that she always wanted it. It was her fantasy backyard, this garden. Um, but there's reparation that's made. And number three, you have very deep, open, and honest conversations with each other. And research shows, uh, oddly enough, that um, that if if all the details of the affair are actually shared, it's better for the couple Mm-hmm. It's very, very interesting. So you have very deep, open, and honest conversations. And also that means that you talk about where things were falling apart or not quite there in your own relationship before this happened. Mm-hmm. And you really identify that. And the fourth thing is to uh, enter couples therapy, which is very helpful, If you, but you must find a couples therapist who's... Um, Who's actually gone through this and successfully helped couples, uh, tra- you know, go through this because it is a hellish, you know, such a hellish and difficult experience. I mean, but um, so that's you know, if you have an experienced couples therapist, they kind of they know how to take you through the rock so you don't wind up uh, cracking up the boat, you know. And uh, <laughs> it's just so difficult 
to go through a divorce emotionally and financially in terms of the children, the family life, if you can heal it and you can make things better, you can actually move to a new level of trust, it really can work out great. Yes. Um, you know, I, you made me think of one patient that I had in particular whose husband cheated and um, she kept begging him and begging him for the details. You know, you were talking about how important that is. And he was, refu- he'd, you know, he would occasionally, after she pressed and pressed, you know, kept him up all night, he would give her one little strand, one little tiny detail, and then he'd be angry about it. And, you know, this went on and on for months. And, um, and there was really, and they had a child, and she didn't really want to get divorced, but um, that was, you know, if he would have, it's like, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. You know, if he would have shared the details from the beginning instead of um, making this go on and on and on. And, of course, the woman thinks, or whoever has been cheated on, thinks the partner who's been cheated on thinks that the details are a lot worse. You know, their fantasies of the details are a lot worse, usually, than what they really are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just that much harder to build trust when you don't know what actually happened. Yes. Now, of course, you know, I think those four steps are great, and I, but I think that the guys, or who, I'm saying guys because, you know, but <laughs> because it still is more, more often guys who cheat, although women are yes. catching up in that department. That's true. <laughs> um, but, but the partner who gets cheated on, um, or who, the, the cheating partner, actually, if that partner is willing to go through those four steps that you describe, then yes, I think that the relationship, you know, can be a lot stronger and so on. It, where it gets weeded out, of course, is the cheating partner who doesn't want to go through those four steps. Well, I'll tell you what really helps the cheating partner want to go through that step yeah. is, is when the, the, the person who's been cheated on takes a cost of loss stand. Yes. And so they start backing away. They actually start backing away. And all of a sudden, the cheater realizes, oh, my goodness, you know, I'm losing my wife. And what that's like. And, um, and when you take that cost of loss stance, uh, you know, and you're backing away and you're, and you're, you, you, you're showing him that he's going to have to work to win you back, that he's losing his family and what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like hell, you know, uh, and that he has to work to do it, that's what helps to organize that. And um, it organizes everyone. It organizes the cheater to to try to step up. Yes, unless, of course, the cheater was doing this because part of him wanted to get out of the relationship. Well, of course, that's, you know, that's always, I mean, if that is the case, then there's absolutely nothing that can be done. But um, quite often there is. Mhm, mhm. And of course, what women, in this case, particularly women, do, um, is is uh, the opposite. You know, they see the man mm-hmm. back, the man cheating, so backing away. And so, the, what the woman does is is cry and beg and get on her knees or throw tantrums or whatever. But you know, the opposite of taking of of being, it's harder for her to get herself together for a lot of women to get themselves together. And uh, and have the strength to do that. Yes, 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 absolutely. It's actually the hardest thing in the world. It's to actually take charge uh, of um, uh, loss, um, to take that stand yes. and step away 
and face your own abandonment fear because yes, everybody's yes. got terrible abandonment fear. I mean, we're wired to be deep into a relationship, and we all have these fears of being alone. It's it's very, very difficult, very difficult. Yet, you know, the most difficult things, the most challenging things are the things that give us the most power. You know, it's uh, yes. uh, the demon you can swallow. Um, Who is it? Joseph Campbell said, the demon that you can swallow gives you its power. Mm. Mm. Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, and, and and men too. You know, actually, just yesterday, I was I was in uh, a jail uh, doing a psych eval on a man who wound up in jail because of the devastation that his wife caused him um, by by not only cheating on him. By but by gaslighting him, by making him believe that she wasn't cheating, you know, giving him all these uh, not just excuses to, but like you know, trying to um, going really going overboard to try to show him that he's just being paranoid and that she's not cheating, and it eventually drove him uh, to commit an act that he would never have done otherwise. Wow. So it goes both ways, and it's really sad. We need to take another break. My guest is Diana Kirshner. Her new book is called Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. We'll be back with more uh, advice on love. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. Comes down to ladies is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. 
And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, with my guest, Dr. Diana Kirshner, with a new book, Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love, and that's a sequel to her first book called Love in 90 Days. And she was on this show talking about that a while ago. Um, it may still be in the archives. You might want to go to the site and look that up after after this show. Um, I was just telling Dr. Diana, and I'm sure many of you are, um, you've, you've heard this already, uh, where I've gone on, and I promise I won't go on, but uh, just a little mention about um, having been Amazon bombed um, because of having said, been quoted saying something about violent video games, um, in, it, consistent with my years of being a uh, media violence clinical researcher and so on. But in any case, the video gamers are apparently still angry about that. <laughs> it doesn't die. You know, you want when you have a new book come out, um, Dr. Diana, you've been doing a great, fabulous job on this. Uh, using you know social media and doing things um, to to make it go viral, giving away gifts, and yes, I guess I should I could mention right that um, if yeah, people we're going to give out, so in fact, your gift is the most wonderful one. It's at the top of the page there. <laughs> well, thank you. We're going to give out um, Dr. Diana's website at the end of the show. So, yeah, so the these. folks can get their gifts if they uh, want to buy actually either book. It says if you buy Sealing the Deal, you get the gifts, but you can buy either Love in 90 Days or Sealing the Deal and fill in your information and get all these wonderful, wonderful gifts. It's like a whole personal growth course. But I, I want to get back to what you were saying. Well, yes. Be, um, so, well, yes, I was saying, though, that you, you, <laughs> you did a great job of that. Um, and so you hope when, when one has a book come out, one hopes for it to go viral, <laughs> mm-hmm. but not in the way mine has in terms of, um, you know, somehow connecting, uh, I mean, there's nothing in my book, Bad Girls, that has anything to do with violent video games or non-violent ones for that matter, but uh, it's just a way that people have taken to the, to the um, social media sites when an author says something, writes something, is quoted as saying something that a certain population doesn't like, this has become a tool that people are, you know, are, are using. And it's so ironic in this, the violent video gamers, in an attempt to show how video games don't make you violent, wrote the most violent reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this yeah, has happened yeah. to other I, I tell you, authors. it's shocking. It's actually shocking to me. Uh, it really, really is. And your book is incredibly wonderful and incredibly useful. And um, it's, just shocking to me. It's just shocking to me. Well, yes. So uh, to um, to to try to um, to get beyond the video gamers, um, I am going to be doing something a lot more fun <coughs> and hopefully uh, successful um, this Sunday night. I'm going to be leaving for London. I promised I would tell the story, and I want to get your take on this, Doctor Diana. That's why sh- I'm sharing it on the air with you. Yeah. Um, I am leaving for London. 
because um, on on March seventeenth, um, Kate uh, Middleton's skirt is going to be going up. Well, actually, it, it was supposed to be a skirt. She wore it as a dress. Is going to be going up for auction in London, and I am bidding on it. Um, <laughs> so. Selling the what's the expression? I don't know. Selling, selling everything to bid on this skirt. So, um, I think it's a fantastic betting, idea. It's just fantastic. Betting the farm. That's what I'm trying to come up with. You're betting the farm <laughs> <laughs> um, to bid on her skirt. And the reason is because before this whole skirt thing became and uh, became a big deal, I would talk about Kate Middleton in interviews about my book, Bad Girls, as an example of a good girl using bad girl secrets to hook, hook her prince, literally. Mm-hmm. And one of the secrets has to do with dress. And, um, and she um, did that in spades um, when they were in college. There was a fashion show, and uh, they were both in the same college. And there was a fashion show, and Kate was in the fashion show, and they could uh, have some choice about what they picked to wear. And um, she picked this skirt. Um, it's a mesh skirt with it's sort of like uh, almost like stocking material. I mean, it's a little thicker than that, but it's basically a see-through mesh. And on the top and the bottom, there's a tiny blue ribbon around the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And um, she picked that, and she didn't wear it as a skirt. I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe I think would think maybe the designer meant it to go over leggings or something. <clears throat> but she wore it as a dress, and underneath she wore a black teeny bikini. Mm-hmm. And she uh, sauntered down the uh, runway, and Prince William was sitting in the first row, and it was a charity fashion show. And um, in that one instant... She went from sort of platonic acquaintance to a woman he wanted to date. Absolutely. And so this is one of the examples of the secrets that she used um, to to catch a prince. And so, you know, I, I want to um, sort of make that point in different media interviews that I uh, do and, and speaking engagements and so on. And the, the shirt, the shirt, the skirt is symbolic of this, um, of just one of the things that, um, one of the secrets that women can use. And, you know, I, I, I talk about not becoming a bad girl, but using the secrets that bad girls um, have used, you know, not the, not the really bad ones, but the secrets that women, that bad girls have used, um, according to these 100-plus men who had experiences with bad girls, in order to hook them. Absolutely. I I mean, I totally, totally agree with that. You know, I have a chapter on the seven, what I call the seven real laws of attraction and sealing the deal. And um, one of them is to make yourself beautiful and uh, a little sexy, a little seductive in your own eyes and in his eyes. Yes. And so you know that she was feeling very good about herself because she's walking down a, she's walking down a, a, a ramp modeling this outfit <laughs> yes but it's not just the dress it was the how the dress made her feel you know she had yes. a, i don't know if you've seen i think you, you said you've seen pictures of her in this 
Mm-hmm. And her smile says it all. Like she knows there's yes. a little bit of wickedness, coyness in that smile. Do you know what I'm talking about? Exactly, exactly. That is the seductress. It's finding the diamond self-seductress in you and, and playing with that a little bit. It's it's fantastic. And, I mean, she, this woman is amazing. I mean, she really landed a real prince. She really, <laughs> really did it. And, yeah. um, uh, I, you know, I, there's a couple other things she did that are really important. Um, she was very patient with him. Mm-hmm. She was very patient with him, very patient. You know, and in Sealing the Deal, I have a whole section on how to talk so your guy will listen. And one of the first things is if you're going to talk about a commitment or getting engaged or whatever, to be patient because research shows that the average length from courtship, the beginning of courtship, to getting engaged is almost three years. Hmm. Is that the current? Uh... The average. Oh, yeah, it's almost three years. And um, so that's now she waited even longer, not... but of course he was a prince. <laughs> what did you... Yes, right. <laughs> she, would... she would have waited even longer. Um, but, you know, that's interesting because um, I think that's longer than it used to be. Well, you know, what's happening these days, of course, is that more people are living together than, than yes. married. Yes. And that's a whole switch. And I think there is, that, that means that it is a little bit longer uh, in terms of the, the actual engagement. And obviously that can vary. That's an average amount of time. And if you're uh, a little bit older and you're in more of a rush, you know, I have exactly, you know, different steps you can do to help forward the relationship mm-hmm. and deepen it and make it more exciting. Um, no matter what, um, but um, but it is interesting seeing this whole thing with Kate. And the other thing about Kate, you know, we were talking earlier about taking a cost of loss stand. Mm-hmm. There was a point when he broke up with her, yes. where William broke up with her, yes. and what she did was she just went her she was went to parties. She looked like she was having a great time. She talked to other guys. Yes, um, absolutely. That that is one of the other bad girl secrets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that a good girl would have, would have would have whimpered, would have clung on to him, would have said, "No, you can't do that. There's no way. You know, either me, either you know, either you marry me now or forget about it, or either you, you know, just you can't do that." Um, uh, and and she would have just been clinging, and that would have made a guy, whether he was a prince or not, just be really um, turned off at how desperate. You know, she seemed, and how, like what you were talking about before, the uh, not letting him go into his man cave or not letting him do, you know, do what he wants. He needed to sow his oats. He was young, and he needed to sow his oats. And yes, and not only did she not cling, but um, but she she went out and had fun, and she was photographed having fun. And yes, this made him come running back like a little puppy dog. Yeah, he came back right like that. I mean, it was very rapid. I think it was just a few weeks, wasn't it? I don't. I think it was a little longer than that, but. Um, but yes, he, you know, he didn't, I think he thought, I mean, I guess he thought he's the prince. He can, he can do what he wants, but yes. she showed him bad, she showed him. <laughs> yes, yes, and that's what women need to, to learn too, um, what you call the cost of loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it's really, it's fascinating. It's really, really fascinating. Well, let's talk more about the seven, what you call the seven real laws of attraction, because um, I was <laughs> I was asking Dr. Diana during the break, does this have anything to do with the secret? And you said, 
I said, uh, no, well, actually, no, because that's, that's why, that's why I call them the quote unquote real laws of attraction, because even though your thought process and your visualization is very, very, very important, you also have to deal in the real world. And these laws of attraction are based on research about what draws people together and a lot of clinical experience in helping people uh, come together in, and really, you know, connect as lovers in, in, a, in, a, in a deep and loving and passionate way. Um, the first one is to have fun. You know, you fall in love and you're having fun. You have fun in the beginning. You're, you're horsing around in the pool and you're canoodling in the movies and you're having a great time. Then once you start dating, even when you're dating just for maybe six months or seven months or eight months, you'll start into an autopilot routine. You know, you come over every Friday or Friday night you get together, you have sex, you go to a movie, whatever the heck you do. But it's an autopilot and you stop having fun. And so the first law is to go back to having fun. And this is especially important for women who get very tense, you know, and uncertain at a certain point when they're dating someone. It's like, oh, you know, it's been a year and, and she has some kind of timeline in her mind and he's not saying I love you enough and we should be moving in. And she's tense and she's really not being any fun yes, at all. That's such a good point. Well, when we come back, we'll hear more about the real laws of attraction with my guest, Dr. Diana Kirshner, the author of the new book, Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. 
Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations, who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talking today about sealing the deal in love with the sealing the deal expert, Dr. Diana Kirshner. She's the author of the new book, Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. We're talking about um, <laughs> various and sundry aspects of love and how to survive in the love jungle mm-hmm. and how much harder that has gotten. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we were talking about the re- seven real laws of attraction. Tell us another one. Well, uh, the second one is to be receptive. You know, men have a very strong self-imposed need to please. They need to please their woman. And so if he brings you one little scrawny daisy instead mm-hmm. of uh, 12 red roses, you know, be receptive and enjoy and receive that. If he gives you a compliment, you know, you're coming out of the shower and you feel fat and you feel like you're full of cellulite, but he says, oh, my God, you look beautiful, receive that, receive mm-hmm. that, you know, really receive that and let yourself enjoy his compliment. Let yourself enjoy whatever gift he gives you. Let your eyes, you know, light, you know, brighten up and, and smile at him. Uh, and that is very, very important. So it helps him feel competent in making you happy. And then later on you can ask for other things if you want. <laughs> uh, number three, another daisy wouldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we mentioned before, make yourself beautiful and, um, you know, attractive in your own eyes and in his. And um, that is a really fun thing to do. It doesn't mean that you always have to do that, but uh, regularly at least you want to really put yourself together. Um, and uh, the next law is, um, is to act like you're having an affair with him. So when you're putting yourself together, occasionally think, oh, what would I be wearing uh, if I was having an affair with him? Now, this is a fantastic, fantastic thing to do uh, if you've been together for a while, if you've been together even 20 years, to say to yourself, what would I be saying or doing right now if I was having an affair with my partner? You know, you'd be sending sexy texts, you'd be having sexy lingerie or no underwear on under your, your outfit, or you'd be uh, meeting him in the middle of the day uh, for a drink or at a, a motel or, or, or hotel, you, you might be doing a little role play. Um, this is really, really a fantastic way to juice everything up. Really, really juice everything yeah. up. Don't you think that women are often their own worst enemy, whether it's, um, a woman in a marriage, you know, or, or a relationship that's been going on for years and gets stale, or a woman who um, says she wants, you know, a boyfriend, but 
doesn't really look like she does. Um, I mean, women who, the women in the long relationships get lazy and, and take the man for granted, or, or they find things that the man are, isn't doing that, you know, that they get annoyed about, and they think, well, why should I try so hard when he's not doing this and that? Um, and then the women who are, are dating, um, you know, have, have sometimes been, dis- have usually been disappointed by past lovers, and so they sort of, uh, sabotage themselves by looking and acting as though they don't really want somebody. You know, they'll wear like drab clothes, baggy clothes, no makeup, um, you, not really make an effort. And um, and at the same time, they'll say, oh, yes, I, I want a boyfriend. But they're really doing everything to try to make the guys stay away. That's so true. I can't tell you how often I have seen that. It's uh, amazing and um you know what what's going on is uh often there's an unconscious mm-hmm. belief um in sealing the deal i have uh, what i call the um relationship killer beliefs mm. and um these are there are six of them and um these are uh knee jerk negative beliefs that kick in whenever anything goes south or e- before anything even happens um, for example, I'll give you some examples. I'll never have love because something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, or uh, all men are jerks. <laughs> and we've heard that one a lot. Um, love is too difficult. I'll never be able to get it. Um, or love means that one person has to give themselves up. Mm-hmm. Uh, or true love doesn't exist. You know, it doesn't really exist. I've never seen it. But uh, these these thoughts are unconscious, and they will wreak havoc in your uh, in your in your mind, and and they will lead to you unconsciously, you know, sabotaging yourself, yes. really sabotaging yourself, either uh, with, as you say, you know, not not showing your beauty, not showing your femininity, not showing your attractiveness. And I, I have to add here that everyone is beautiful. Everyone is beautiful, you know, when you're, when you're real, when you're being your uh, real authentic self and you're finding the saucy parts, you know, and, the, and, and highlighting the, the most attractive uh, parts of your body. And, uh, yes, yes. Everyone is beautiful. Everyone. Well, there, everyone you know, who ever, said ever, that there are no ugly women, there are only lazy ones? Who yes, said that? yes. I mean, you know, not everybody looks like Barbie, certainly. Mm-hmm. You know, the ideal that men have taken. I mean, just look at Charlie Sheen, for example. He clones Barbies. Yes. But, um, but certainly every woman can make herself look beautiful by highlighting, you know, certain characteristics or, um, or from, from um, things that are dressing a certain way and so on. There are certain ways to, to highlight what you have as well as, of course, emanating with inner beauty from the inside, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make sure. I want to make sure that everybody has um, enough time so that you can give your the um, uh, websites that you or website or sites that you want to give out. I mean, of course, uh, Dr. Diana's book is in bookstores and online and so on, but give out your websites. Well, I invite everyone to come in, come to lovein90days.com. That's lovein90days.com, and it's very exciting because we're still in the launch phase for Sealing the Deal, so anyone who buys Sealing the Deal right now gets 
oh, tons and tons of free gifts, including a wonderful, wonderful gift from Dr. Carol. It's like a whole growth course just for the price of the book. And I think the price uh, is, is, is discounted everywhere right now. It's, it's, it's very low online and also discounted at the bookstores. And um, definitely take advantage of this because we have gifts from Dr. Christiane Northrup, from Ariel Ford, Dr. Judith Orloff. Uh, it's just phenomenal. Plus, I have all kinds of special gifts. And that will end right after the launch phase uh, for Sealing the Deal. So definitely come to lovein90days.com. That's lovein90days.com. And take advantage. It will tell you exactly how to get the gifts instantly, even before you get the book. <laughs> and and love in 90, the 90 is the 90, the number, lovein90days.com. Yes. Well, Dr. Diana Kirshner, thank you for sharing your love wisdom for us. Um, again, the book is called Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. And the website is lovein90days.com because that was the name of her first wonderful book. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank oh, you thank all for listening, you. I'd love being listening to Dr. You. Carol's Couch. When I, uh, I will have a, uh, some rerun of a show next Tuesday, but then after that I will tell you all about my exciting, <laughs> exciting, if not foolhardy, <laughs> trip to London. And I hope I come back with the skirt. So thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.